when the enthusiasm of the youth encounters the wisdom of experts that is when we are creating a future that is inspiring for all of us hello and welcome to the inspiring the future podcast my name is suganya sundram mother to two super kids sales professional for 14 years and your host for this show in this show i connect with people who have been there and done that and make them share their stories strategies and best practices to help us transform our lives excel in our business or career Today on Inspiring the Future we have Mohanish Rao Ghorpade to inspire the audience with his 11 years of experience in marketing having experience in various industries he has achieved sales and growth for them through ATL BTL marketing strategies and every other aspect of marketing which we're going to discuss today let's learn from the expert and know him a little bit more welcome to the show hi how are you mohanish i'm good how are you great perfect thank you so much for being here for that's the first thing and my pleasure Moving to your journey, of course, like we spoke about the eleven years of experience, I don't want to just stop there. I think uh, the first thing I want to ask you is about your journey in your life and how uh, events in your life have shaped you. So, if you were to talk about just these three events specifically that shaped the way that you are today, what would those three events be? I think the first one would be two thousand eight. So, I've been I'm an only child, been a brat. Uh, certain things about my dad's health it came into picture and it, it kind of like boom it changed everything for me like from being someone who was very carefree and uh i would say reckless to uh it just made me responsible just overnight and uh, it's uh it's who i am now great and the second would be i think again i mean again a negative bit but kind of uh brought a new perspective in my life 2015 i lost my dad and uh, i had to move my mom to a medical facility in about 3 months that was the more painful one and uh, yeah i mean for for me it was like everything torn apart so i just became it was a very numb feeling for me and i started focusing and put all my time into work uh, because that was where i got all the emotional and uh, uh, the support i needed and uh, i think uh, that got me on track uh, to where i am today i'm really sorry to hear that um, it must have been hard i mean to jump bounce back and to be where you are today i think it's, it's life uh, it's it commendable happens. honestly i mean uh, it takes a lot to kind of bounce back from things like that and it's it's really great to see where you are today so the third would be my marriage uh marrying my wife uh, kind of it, it basically brought back family to me the whole thing of belonging to uh, a house uh, to a family otherwise it was like i was living out of a uh, an airbnb or something i would go in the morning and come back in the night uh, so but now it kind of uh, now i you know it, it brought that feeling of yes i want to go back home to my family yeah so excellent that's amazing and a happy note yeah it's it's amazing yeah. it's really nice to uh, hear like i said i mean bouncing back from things um, that we kind of cannot uh, you know get rid of or cannot avoid in our life is uh, is is not something that we cannot do right but then coming out of it is something that's in our hands yeah. and it's it's great that you were able to do so so moving forward to a little bit more on your professional front uh, sure. like we mentioned there is 11 years of marketing experience that you have you worked in every aspect of marketing i think i think uh, today if we speak of marketing it's not like the olden days where it was just a uh, just uh, probably holdings and print ad and stuff like that and there's so much so much more yeah. that you get into right now so i'm sure uh, as i've seen your uh, background you i think you've stepped uh, stepped into all of these aspects quite a bit 
So out of all those, what would you say is your uh, favorite or your um, forte? Event marketing. For me, uh, so I love music. Uh, not a very artsy person, but uh, music itself has been, uh, I think from childhood, been a, a big part of my uh, growing up years, thanks to my dad. He was a, he was a big fan of rock and roll and so, I was introduced to uh, bands at a very early, at a very early stage of my life, and that continued. So it, that was has always been my passion. And anything with related with regards to events marketing, um, event marketing, and um, uh, the nightlife industry uh, is my favorite. Great, sir. Can we uh, can you give us a little bit more on that event marketing? So when you talk specifically about event marketing, what all in, uh, falls under something like that? So the whole idea about uh, Event marketing is one to uh, for us to plan the right event. Now again, depends on uh, the kind of target audience you want to look at, uh, and a lot of factors go into it. Uh, it's not only about signing the artists uh, or uh, having the venue and uh, the ticketing, but it's also the kind of relationship you build with your partners, uh, getting sponsors, and uh, usually people look at sponsors as a medium to get money, but uh, I have looked at it at a, in a very different way. Uh, getting a sponsor or, or a brand to work with you, which has uh, basically looking at the same kind of clientele or engagement or the audience, it kind of builds a relationship. You kind of nurture uh, a path where you're not done with one event, but you kind of see synergies for uh, for a long for for the long term. So that has been uh, my favorite, but. Um, when it comes to uh, events, uh, you got to have the right audience. Uh, you got to have the right partners on board. It should be relevant and your marketing has to be top notch. So if you don't market it well, uh, unless it's, uh, you know, an artist or a band or, uh, you know, who sell out without any marketing, you, I mean, that's less work for you, but uh, the more the merrier in terms of, uh, you know, partners and the amount of yeah. uh, marketing ideas you bring in. It kind of uh, lays the platform for your future plans and, you know, your growth, basically. But um, a marketing, event marketing per se, if I talk about, I think it's changed quite a bit from the time that it, it was, how it was earlier. So earlier it was just invitations that were sent out yeah. to the relevant people and kind of getting that database, if you can get hold of the database, even yeah. even better. But getting hold of that database itself was quite difficult. Yeah. But now with, of course, social media in hand and, you know, so much of um, ways to kind of get in touch with the right audience. Has this become a lot easier in terms of getting the audience to the venue for the event? Or uh, is this, I mean, is this still a struggle to kind of uh, get the seats filled up? So there are two parts to this. Uh, yes, it is a lot more, uh, it's, it's a lot easier right now because now you have different channels, uh, right from uh, uh, you have the radio, you have brand engagements, you have social media marketing. Uh, you have influencer marketing, right? Uh, but also what uh, other brands are doing, I mean, as, as a competition, they're doing the same exact thing. So for you to create uh, something very unique as uh, uh, as, a, as, as I, I would say, like a proposition or uh, a product or even uh, an experience when it comes to events, 
it's very important that uh, you're always on top of your game. Uh, it's not about who you work with only. It's about how you work with them. And um, you have to be involved 24-7 to make sure that you're always reiterating and learning from, you know, what the market is or what your competition is. And seats do take time to fill when it's going to be uh, uh, like uh, an event which is not very prominent. But mm. once that relevance and once the fan following is there, you know, you've, you've, you've done your bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Coming back to you, uh, we have something called the XYZ factor in our show. So talking about your X factor, if you were to tell me one superpower of yours, uh, which at least the people who know you can rely on you for, what would that be? Perseverance. I am uh, I'm someone who will endure if I believe in something. And I will go through uh, till the last minute, put my heart and soul into uh, achieving what I believe in. And... Uh, some people call it stubborn. Some people have called me aggressive. Uh, but I will do whatever it takes to get things done. So coming to the why factor in that case. So what is your driving force for doing that? What is the, you know, your reason, compelling reason to kind of uh, keep going and keep making sure that it happens and, and you just look at the goal and nothing else? I mean, uh, I think it's a sense of contentment. Uh, like when you... Do something you like, say, for example, marketing uh, events, nightlife, luxury brands. It kind of brings peace to me. So it brings money as well. But, uh, <laughs> you know, of uh, at the end of the day, I'm happy with what I'm doing. And I, I look at it as uh, a part of like it's like passion and it's fun. Uh, the hard work goes into it. Yes, definitely. There's a lot of sleepless nights and weeks and months. But uh, once the job is done, trust me, the, the peace is what, you know, settles my mind and I'm yeah. the happiest about. Great. Moving to your Z factor. So when you have your down days, like you mentioned, there has been ups and downs in your life as well. So when you have your down days, what is your, uh, you know, way to come out of it and kind of keep moving forward? I actually think about how it, like, the reasons why uh, I'm down and try to evaluate as to what went wrong and uh, it's a learning curve right uh, there are no principles to everything in life uh, you know people who write principles and you know quotes uh, they, they all do it out of experience so i'm someone who i like to go back to ground zero and try to figure out and then tomorrow's a new day i approach it right as, as like a new day and try to figure out what's the, where i can improve or where i can be better than what i was yesterday Great. That was our XYZ factor. So moving to, uh, so as I mentioned earlier as well, there has this, our show really is to kind of reach out to the Gen Z's and the millennials. So of course, letting my listeners know our, uh, you know, guest here today is also probably a millennial itself or even uh, younger. So, but then if you, <laughs> but if you were to talk about, uh, you know, just your interactions with the Gen Z today, um in the and and if you've had any first of all yeah. that, yes and so if um if you were to talk about their involvement in the industry that you are today how uh, good or bad is it so i've come across different type of people in in the gen z uh, category so i've dealt with very hyperactive aggressive uh folks uh 
do not want to sleep do not want to step away they would do anything and everything and they're always hands on and you know their mind is like it's 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 always fresh mm. and you know they just want to like get things done and they're always up on their toes uh, and then i've dealt with the gen z also who they like to work or do their thing and they want to chill so uh, and thanks to today's world uh, you know the technology uh, the uh, availability of resources yeah you know they're in a position to like okay i'm done with this i want to look at something else probably back in our days it wasn't as easy but uh, yeah i think uh, it it all happens for the good uh, i have a, i have i have this i've had multiple experiences good and bad yeah. but uh, i always take one thing from them is they're always learning they're always learning True. so i think that's something which uh, is driving the world today yeah right so yeah i'd say yeah. good memories great i think yeah like you said i mean uh, they they um i think for us it was uh, always kind of incorporated into our thing that you know we have to do this and it, this is there is a certain way to kind of get it done and you cannot go beyond that and there's yeah. you know that that life uh, you know home and uh, work balance that entire concept did not exist i yeah. think till till very recently and these gen zs i think are doing a really great job in kind of getting that into place So great if we talk about your inspiration i'm sure uh, you know you have somebody that you look up to who kind of keeps you moving and going so if you were to talk about one such person who would that be ratan tata and why would that be i mean that man is all about culture ethics culture uh i don't see any other conglomerate in the country who has achieved uh or you know raised the bar when it comes to ethical working culture um and his habit of giving to the society i don't think any other company has been able to match it yet there are others who are doing uh, well as you know in in the same uh, you know in the, in the same way but none, nothing can beat ratan tata what he's done with the tata group sheet coming to close to our end of the show but of course uh, you know i wouldn't want to leave So early, I just have a you know couple of things that I still want to ask in terms of your marketing aspect of it and your years spent in that uh, experience. So today, if you are to talk about the social media aspect itself, I think it's a huge thing right now, and every brand is kind of wanting to use it. And yeah. how, where, when is something that they're all trying to kind of figure out as they go, right? Because it's still, uh, I think, a very vague concept for many of the brands right yeah. now. So, what has your experience been in terms of how the social media should be handled for a brand? uh like you said it's still vague uh because there are again there are no definitives when it comes yeah. to social media but brands should handle social media not only because based on trends but also in terms of uh, the kind of engagement each brand requires like you don't have to go all out but there are subtle ways of also managing your brand on social media uh it's all about creating stories mm. uh for each of your brands right every brand should have a brand story it should have a brand relevance to your audience and uh not so much as to go sell yourself out there uh you know with marketing but these stories these experiences 
kind of help you as a selling factor hmm. uh, so you know i would say not very subtle but it's not very out there as well so each brand like i've dealt with uh, many brands i've dealt with a luxury brand i've dealt with uh, a very uh, you know volume driven brand as well uh, your communication factor your the, the way you uh, bring the story out of the brand uh, the way you attribute trends across the world to your brands and not just do whatever everybody is doing so before i like before i'm sorry to cut you off there's when you talk about communication that's something that i wanted to touch base on so you know t- communication earlier even when i think earlier when the social media was starting to get hot and people were actually using it and stuff communication wasn't t- uh, too much of um, what do i say it i mean you didn't have to really look into what goes out there as much as we do today uh right now i think every word matters and uh, people kind of take offense and uh, you have to be really careful what you put out for the brand so has it gotten very difficult to kind of communicate what you need to communicate to your audience um because of these factors yes because uh the tonality of your communication right uh the scripting and the intent matters a lot. Yeah. You do not want to come across offensive. Correct. You do not want to come across very proud of yourself. Uh but also put in that confidence that the brand's doing well. Mm. And you have brand connoisseurs who take it forward. So uh, social media is it's it's a very delicate platform. Correct. Yeah. Uh probably uh a word here and there uh uh can change things yeah. so yeah. you have to be very careful uh, wording is important mm-hmm. uh, the tonality matters and the intent has to be very 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 clear yeah uh, it can make or break to be very honest great excellent i think it was a great conversation before of course we let you go there's always one thing that we want our guests to leave our uh, listeners with that is one growth hack if you were to tell them uh, to shape their dreams into reality what would that be so i i'd i'd speak from a marketing perspective to start with uh always be on the other side of a product or an experience you know marketers we always think about okay this is good for the brand uh, yes we do a lot of market research uh there's always a, like a lot of market segmentation yeah. consumer segmentation behavior all that i mean these are all jargons you learn in your management and but what matters is when you're out there on on the field or uh, at ground zero you have to figure out whether you are able to relate to the brand or does it appeal to you or does the communication appeal to you so my main growth hack has always been that try to be a customer first and then a marketer hmm. because only when you're a customer you can be a better marketer so that's always been my mantra and So far, so good. It's worked for me. Great, excellent. I think that's amazing. Thank you so much. I think there was a lot of takeaway today in our conversations, and it was lovely having you. My pleasure. Thanks for this opportunity.